to down the river and through the woods to grandma's house we go jumping a sleigh and the horse no, then the horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through wide and drifting snow oh and then you just sing it all over again no there's more but that's i think what all three of us know yeah now i want to look <laughs> i'm looking up the lyrics down the river and through the woods to grams i for some reason i can't remember any of the words you guys said <laughs> oh there's the thanksgiving part in here whoa it's a thanksgiving song guys whoa what this is not a christmas song uh the fourth stanza well the third stanza here is over the river and through the woods to have a first rate play oh hear the bells ring tingling ling hurrah for thanksgiving day oh Fourth stanza, over the river and through the woods, trot fast my dapple gray, spring over the ground like a hunting hound, for this is Thanksgiving Day. So it's about Thanksgiving. I had no idea there even were Thanksgiving songs. We were fooled. News. News to me, too. The third and fourth stanzas uh, reference Thanksgiving Day. That's nuts. There's a Thanksgiving song. There is. Who knew? The person who wrote it, probably, but nobody else. Yeah, who I wrote heard this? that We Wish You a Merry Christmas is actually a Thanksgiving song. No, it's not. That's fake news. No, someone was saying, like, Sleigh Bells or Jingle Bells was actually a Thanksgiving song. I think that's also bullshit. Look it up. No, no don't care. Because enough. you guys want <laughs> to... We're potting this together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. I'm Josh. Lori. I'm Sammy. Pack your bags and jump on a delivery truck because today we're watching To Grandmother's House We Go. When the twins feel like their mom is tired of them, they take off on an exciting adventure to Grandmother's House and encounter a pair of villains along the way. Wait, what, think, what twins? Um, the twins. What twins? Cole, Cole and Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> oh. Are there any other twins, Josh? No. I'm trying to think of more, and those are the only two I know. You TN Tamara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cole and Dylan Sprouse. I already, you can't. Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan and Parent Trap. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, if you wait, had wait, a twin, wait. would you be, this is important, Josh, I'm sorry. If you had a twin, would you be the good twin or the evil twin? I'd be the good one. You took too long to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something that like a bad twin lies about. I mean, I'd like to say I'd be the good one, but I feel like if I had to live with someone else 24-7, I would probably get a little pushy with them, you know. I would be the good twin. Don't have to think about it. I'm an angel. Sammy? I'd be the bad twin for sure. <laughs> if your level of bad is like the bad, then that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just bragged about your like fantastic decaf tea collection. <laughs> it's not decaf. Oh, pardon me. It is caffeinated. Excuse Whoa. me. I live on the wild side because I'm the bad twin. It's 8.20 p.m., Sammy. What are you doing? That's like one-third the amount of caffeine in a cup of coffee. I'm nuts, guys. <laughs> Your dog, Ghost, would definitely be the bad twin because she has the mustache. 
Oh, it's true. But also dog twins? <laughs> now we're talking about dog she actually, twins? She actually does have a, what, what do you call it when there's eight of them? They're born in a litter, so yeah. Yes, octuplet. octuplet. So she is an octuplet. The good old MK and A. Who is your favorite? Is that, Ashley. How can you choose? I love them both equally. As a tween, and also, like, I guess, I don't think I ever lived without the Olsen twins being, like, because I was born in 1990. They were already yeah. on Full House by this point. They were a thing. And this was 1992. So, like, I didn't exist as a child slash tween slash teen without MK&A. And they quit acting, like, right around the time I was graduating high school. So it was, like, a really weird, like, kind of on that coming-of-age line. But Ashley was the more, like, I don't know if it was real. I think it was mostly just marketing. But, like, with the dolls and stuff, um, she was the more, like, preppy one, the girly one. And then Mary-Kate was a little bit more tomboyish. Then I think Mary-Kate was my favorite. I remember them trying to push, like... Yeah, they're like different in this way or that way. One of them is in real life. One of them is like, no, I both are guess pretty cool. Yeah, I like them both. They now run a fashion design thing. Mary Kate's married to the brother of the ex prime minister of France, Escarcozzi. So that's pretty cool. But for now, we're talking about the good old glory days of the 90s. If you want a, a sweethearted, Christmas Bonanza Extravaganza. This is the movie for you. Did you guys watch this growing up? I had seen it before, but it has been a very, very long time. This is definitely one of those movies I watched a million times when I was younger and completely forgot about until now. I watch it. I don't think I've watched it the past few years, but I this is like on the list of my Christmas movies. I might not like sit down and actually watch it, but I think probably starting from this week until Christmas, I'll just have a Christmas movie on because like I want to get it out of my system when I can. I've been watching Christmas movies pretty much anytime I have free time. I'll watch. I've already done all of the net the Netflix originals from this year. Oh my god. I have to say I highly recommend the Switch with uh Decom's very own Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, we know her. <laughs> we know her. We know her. That one was pretty great. I liked that one. I thought. I think it's what um, the Christmas Prince or whatever from last year. I think it's what that one was trying to be, but it oh. did it so much better. You guys, the little baby Olsen twins, wake up and. They get ready for the day in their cute little apartment, and their mom is so nice, and she makes them breakfast. It was so sweet. I don't think they say it ever, but on Wikipedia, they brought up the fact that she's recently divorced, but the dad may as well be dead. He's not in the picture. There's several times where mom references like, oh, we're just in it together. So No, she says, she says that the dad just up and left her. Okay, I missed it's that just part up to her. I was so happy that they said something because, <clears throat> you know, DCOMs, dad's dead and he's just in a black hole. I Okay, so I know their sister's IRL, obviously, but <laughs> their, like, chemistry, and I, f- I feel like it's just them being genuinely talented. It was giving me, like, flashbacks to my childhood of just, like, bickering with my siblings. Yeah. Like, just stupidly. Like, I don't know how all children don't just die because... Like, imagine waking up in the morning, like, I can't even get myself ready and having to get two little humans that, like, keep trying to kill themselves with everything and each other. Imagine having to, like, feed them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we saw that here in the beginning when the mom made oatmeal and 
of one of the girls is like, I don't want it, and poured it into the other girl's bowl, and she's like, you're gonna be sorry. You're gonna gonna be be sorry. And she dumps all the rest of it back into the other bowl, and she had her hands covering the bowl, so it just got everywhere. (laughs) And she only got in trouble. The one who did it first didn't get in trouble, and like, she started it. It was too real. I told you you'll be sorry. (laughs) And like, we're all siblings here, so I think we can all relate on some level. A little bit, yeah. Like, I didn't know how this movie was going to hold up, because sometimes those things can be really dumb. Mm-hmm. But I was so into this. I was like, oh my gosh, she <laughs> poured oatmeal all over her hands. The mom was really cute too. I really liked her for some reason. Like she was very much like this was a made for TV movie. And like she was in that, like she, she felt like that actress. But it, like, I, I think it was perfect. Yes. I just love the mom. I thought she was so wholesome. And she looks very 1992. I love how 1992 this movie was. Oh my gosh. This is one of those times where she... W- she like got all the, the girls in bed and then they're like, I have to brush my bottom teeth. And then she's like, no, I tucked you in. I read you a story. We brushed your teeth. Oh, it was so good. Cause I kind of remember those times at my house. It was always, but I need water. But like my dad would always put like a glass of water on the side, like beside our bed. So we couldn't, cause that was the go-to. Yeah. And so like, I remember some nights just like chugging it and be like, I need more. Oh, <laughs> I need to go pee. I really liked their apartment. I thought it was so cute. It was very 90s. And it just looked like a normal apartment. Mm-hmm. And like the kitchen was small and a little janky. And it was just so nice. It was weird. Like, I guess it's just the different budgets and like setup because this is by the same guy who created like something Franklin. He created Full House and that show is like notorious. I know Sammy's not a fan. I was a fan of it. Josh, were you a fan? Oh, yeah. I watched it all the time growing up. So, like, on that one, it's, like, even watching that as a kid, the house just looked so surreal because, like, the... And they do it. They can show everything happening, but the living room was, like, massive. And so it was cool that, like, this is kind of from the same guy's mind and that he's capable of making it look realistic. It definitely felt like a cute little home. The mom works at a convenience store called Sludgies. Mm, Was that the name of it? I missed the name. I think that's it. I think Sludgies is, like, a slushy, basically. And she has this weird creepo dude, the mail, the delivery guy, come creeping on her every day. Gross, gross. What gross, a creep! Gross. He was so disgusting. She was like, "I've been telling you every day for my entire life, I don't want to date you. Leave me alone." And he's just like, "Well, baby, why don't you just come we'll out see with about me?" That. Oh, oh, yeah. And then she's like, "What do, do you know? Even know anything about me? Like, you don't even know if we like each other?" And he's like. Well, I know you work here. I'm like, ugh. Gross. 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 So gross. Wait a minute. We forgot about the weirdest part about this. Like, he's driving around town, and they just show clips of, like, old westerns and stuff. Because he's singing. I thought that part was cute. He thinks he's a cow. Well, he wants to be a cowboy, and it's just his dream. And I kind of, I liked the way that it cut into those, because you could just see that's, like, that's that's what is in his head. When he's, like, singing this song, he's like, I'm a cowboy in the old west and I'm not saying I didn't love it. I just thought it was I was like, oh, this is happening. Okay. Where's Edgemont? Edgemont is such a I <sighs> think that was purposely I can't remember where I found it, but I think it was like purposely like, you know, Springfield. Because like as a kid it felt like it was New York City to me. It looks a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it looked like big city. It definitely looked big city. Because that's what he was talking about later on in the movie when he was like, when I win the lottery, I'm going to buy a ranch in Montana and I hate the city so much. 
But I feel like people who want to be country people think that like any city is a big city. Like they think my hometown, Lincoln, Nebraska, was like the big city. I don't know. They never said what city they were in. It was just a city. But grandma lives in Edgemont. Which apparently isn't that far away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And apparently these two little like five-year-old twin girls have an impeccable sense of direction or really good luck. Okay. Before we get there though, at one point the mom is tucking the girls in and they're like, so when are we going to get a dad? (laughs) I like how a lot of movies are people coping with divorce or loss or whatever. And they're just like, oh, that one left. Time to get a new one. Yeah. Eddie, the delivery man, somehow knows where Rhonda lives and somehow mysteriously has a package to deliver just at that moment. And the girls are building a snowman, but there's not very much snow. They He steps on it and breaks it. Yeah, he killed Mr. Frosty. I mean, they built yeah. it right next to the lake. The curb. He still stepped yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, he kicked it over and he was unapologetic about it. They were like, you killed my snowman. He's like, we'll build another one. They're like, well, fuck you, mister. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, yeah, little Mary Kate <laughs> Ashley in unison, their eyes glowed red, and they said, "Fuck you!" <laughs> to Grandma's house we go, rated R. <laughs> I kind of like what little shits they were because they were <laughs> they were so <laughs> like, smart. They were. They were very sassy. Well, they do that thing where, like, whenever the adults try to talk to mm-hmm. them in their like little adult kid voice they're like Mm -hmm. do you want to go to the store and they're like no we don't want to go to the Mm, store yeah everyone's like go to grandma's house (laughs) (laughs) imagine a kid doing that to you you're like oh god um so this is when they like find out that grandma invited him and grandma invited them over for christmas grandma's like yo i got the party xmas hookup it's going to be lit, turn up, pull up at my place. And the mom was like, um, I can't tell them yet because uh, they're going to be sad, but I work Christmas. And she's like, maybe they can come play at Sludgies. That would be a sad Christmas, honestly. But it'd be fun. I loved going to my mom's work with her. Going to just a gas station and getting any snack you want. Okay, in reality, though, this is also, like, pre-cell phone time. So, like, kids just... And, like, they don't know how to read, which, like, I don't remember what I did before I knew how to read if I was bored. You made up weird games. It would definitely get into trouble. They'd probably run out into the middle of the street. (laughs) They'd probably, like, pee on all of the candy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kids pee a lot, and they're always damp. Okay. Well, I don't know. They had excellent bladder control in this movie, as we were. They did. Did the dog at one point eat like a brownie? Oh, this is like right before mom freaks out and just like, hey, he eats one of their brownies and then has the other one in their mouth. Did we know in the 90s that chocolate was definitely poisonous to dogs? I'm fairly certain we knew. Okay. That's always been a thing. Yeah. They were not very concerned about this. Not concerned at all. The girls run out and they're like, I don't remember the dog. I think the dog's name was Barney, actually. Um, And they were like, Barney ate my brownie is there another one and the babysitter stacy is like no that was the last one and then they just like turn around and keep talking and i'm like the dog ate a brownie yeah mm-hmm. i mean we don't see him later on so maybe that was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well stacy was should not have been responsible for anyone anyway so right she was watching her own baby she shouldn't have agreed to watch the girls if she was 
yeah. too wrapped up in her own baby. Especially since she knows, like, these are the ty- type of girls where it's like, if they're quiet, you know something bad is happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The mom literally had a whole conversation. So the, the girls are listening in to the mom complaining to Stacy about how overwhelmed she is with her children they're such a handful and she feels like she never gets a break and she just wants a break and the girls feel a little heartbroken that they're they're hurting their mom stacy just heard mom complain about what a handful these girls are mm-hmm. and yes. then she's just like well sit there while i go feed the baby and walks away yeah she yeah. really was not they they okay these girls packed bags. They went through their closets. They had a whole wardrobe montage. They, they smashed cracked, their piggy banks. They cracked the piggy banks. Open. Like that doesn't make a small noise. Yeah, you'd think you'd hear that. And then they like run out the door and get their bikes out. The wardrobe montage was really good though because they were both wearing really like cute. really basically like Michelle Tanner's outfits, like really cutesy 90s toddler. Uh, yeah. They were, it was so 90s. And then they're doing that cute little thing where they're, like, trying on outfits and being like, should I bring this one? Should I bring that one? And they try to stuff their giant monkeys into their backpacks, but they don't fit. Um, Did you guys ever run away while you were, when you were kids? I ran away to the garage. (laughs) Yeah, I made it, like, maybe a block. Did you, like, leave any notes or anything? No, I wanted, I think I was mad at my parents and I wanted them to be upset that I left and come looking for me. Yeah. And I went and I sat in the garage for probably like two hours. And then finally my mom's like, hey, it's dinner time. You coming inside? And I'm like, I ran away, mom. I ran away. <laughs> I would have not have blasted in those streets. <laughs> no. Aww. I would not have gotten as far as, uh, what were their names? Su- Sarah and Julie? Sarah and St- uh, Stastny. <laughs> no. I know their Sarah last name was Thompson. <laughs> okay. I would not have gotten as far as they did. I always would write really sappy notes of like, you guys don't want me around anyway, and then leave it somewhere and then just hide under the bed so I could like hear them when they found them. But they just like read it and then like put it back down and like probably knew I was under the bed and never acknowledged <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so they do they run away. They actually legit run away. They're going around the block. And then they make a giant circle back home and they're like, this isn't working. Oh, look, a bus. And they like hop on the bus. Pretend you're really small. I am really small. It's so cute. They have a whole conversation with a crazy lady on the bus. She was like going through the weather and she's like, you never know when they'll need a new weather girl. It was so adorable. She's like, and back to you, Bob. And she looks at one of the girls and girls name. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. There's a man who's playing an instrument. He's busking and he has like the open, I think he had like a guitar case, but he was playing the trumpet or something. He was playing the saxophone, I think. Yeah, he was playing the saxophone. And they were eating chicken wings and they like threw them in there. And he's like, do you just put chicken in my suit or in my guitar case? And he, they're like, there's still meat on. And he's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Thank you. Later on, they say like, we gave we put chicken in a guy's hat, and I was like, "That was not a hat." Yeah, like, I saw that. <laughs> they did an adorable dancing thing, like on their way out. Though it was just like a little shimmy on their yeah. way down the sidewalk. Yeah. I'd like to point yeah. out how much of a testament to their cuteness that this is. Sammy hates children. I hate children. Oh my God. About how precious these twins are. They were adorable. 
Yeah. All of this has happened. And then Stacy's like, oh, wasn't there something I was supposed to be watching? Yeah, the kids. <laughs> Hello. Um, she calls their mom who's working and she's like, you know, you can't find the girls. That's fine. Like the thing to do right now is to not worry. And she hangs up and then she's like, everyone get the frick out of the store. Yeah, no, like you, she did not worry enough. It's like, yeah. I would react more to my cat escaping than she did to her two children leaving. Well, yeah. she saved it for when she hung up the phone. I think she just didn't want to be mad at her friend, but she should have been mad at her friend. Well, I mean, even like yelling at everybody to get out like that, like, I don't, this whole movie, she was just like, aside from that little outburst right there, she seemed like weirdly calm about her children being missing. Well, maybe yeah. it's because she just really needed that vacation. <laughs> She's like, I mean... <laughs> I did She's say, like, like, moment. They're missing. <laughs> they might not turn up, but I really needed just a few days. I just needed this this me time. So, <laughs> like that Eddie guy. I don't want to like keep him around, but he's clearly DTF. So I have like a <laughs> oh few hours. God. I mean, Ew. come on. Like, there's no way that she wasn't like keeping him Mom's around. Gonna like, win the lottery around. tonight. I mean, he was. He is not dating material in the no. slightest. Like, he would have been perfect for the, like, little. And, like, then he would probably leave her alone because he's clearly not the relationship type, like Sammy just yeah, said. Yeah, the, you know, a little a little pump and dump and then... Oh, God, oh, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, I was all for the me time, but I, I don't like that phraseology. <laughs> so the girls are running around town. <laughs> And they see Eddie again, and they're like, yo, there's that mailman dude. He had the package from Grandma, so obviously he knows where she lives. We skipped over the part where they try to ride their bikes to Grandma's, but they don't know where she lives. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, one girl goes one direction, the other one goes the other direction, and she's like, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. So the other girl's like, wait for me. Yeah. And then they then they hit the intersection and they're like, we're not supposed to cross the street. <laughs> they, they just turn and they end up having, they make a circle because yeah. they can't ever cross the street. I like how that comes up a couple more times. Like they're not supposed to do this. They're not supposed to do that. And then later on it's like, oh, we can't go that way. It's like they're strangers or whatever. They're like, we're not supposed to be outside alone. Like at that point, like one of them is like, we've clearly broken all, like we don't need yeah. to worry about those rules like, anymore. We're not supposed to be outside after dark. And she's like, well, what else? What are we going to yeah. do? Like, uh, wait it this far. Right. So they're on the truck with Eddie. Yeah. They try to hide, but then one of them has to pee really bad, which relatable. Imagine you're just trucking along, doing your job, and all of a sudden a girl jumps out in the backseat of your car and is like, I, I have, to have to pee. He handles it pretty well, you know. He does, especially since, like, him meeting them when he realized Rhonda was their mom was the first time he realized who they were and he like remembered them. Yeah. And for somebody who just likes children handled it pretty well. Uh yeah, he found the nearest stop which happened to be a bar and he picked her up and he's like, "We have an emergency. Where's the nearest bathroom? Where's the nearest bathroom?" And everyone's like, "Yep, another dad trying to get their kid to the bathroom." I like the part where he just like holds her up and he's like, men or women? She's like the one with the dress. And then he like walks over there and she's like, let me, he's, she's still midair. He's holding her and she's like, let me handle it and kicks the door down. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time they're like running through the bar, he's like holding her in front of him and she's going, I can hold it. I can hold it. I can hold it. (laughs) Sammy, if you were a truck driver, Mm -hmm. a FedEx driver, we'll say maybe UPS, pick your poison, but not FDP or whatever this one was. Definitely not that one okay um, 
and you're like trucking along singing your cowboy songs as a horse girl and there's just like a small child just screaming that they have to pee out of nowhere I would probably freak out and accidentally drive into oncoming traffic and kill us. I think I'd probably do about something to what the guy did in this. I'd just be like, I have a child now. I have to take care of it. <laughs> she is mine. You just start like mommy bird fooding <laughs> into your mouth. Ew. No, but we would stop at a bar and I would order a peanut butter and jelly. I What I would do is call the cops immediately, personally. Well, yeah, that's probably a good go-to. Hey, I have a kid in my car. It's not mine. (laughs) If you know whose kid it is, though, would you call the cops or would you call the owner of the child? Well, this is pre-cell phone. Wait, does he calling her? Does he have her home phone number? No, I think he called her at the store. Ah. Okay, in my head, she was still at the house. I thought I just, like, figured out some, like, they, maybe she, anyway. Um... (laughs) I don't want Sammy to say the phrase again, so we'll move on. They, <laughs> the, 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 they, no, they get a no, peanut butter no. and jelly sandwich. One of them gets it without crust, creamy peanut butter only. The other one wants it with extra jelly, and then Eddie wants it with the crust left on. And then they all get chocolate milk or regular milk, and that was cute. Yeah, but then he finally is like, hey, I have your kids. They're fine. And at this point, the mom had like, called the police and there's a detective there who's like getting all the information which like the police is also like very calm about it like if a five-year-old goes missing they're gonna be like on it they're gonna like scour the area he's kind of like oh we have enough information like we'll figure it out the best scene in this movie comes up where they're like they go to get ice cream (laughs) and they just go down the entire line all of this one no this one i'll get this one no this one (laughs) Then they make it at the end, and they're like, I know, and then they do it all over again on the way back out. <laughs> like, too much, though, because I, for some reason, sampling makes me anxious. Like, I never want to sample a bunch, so I just, like, commit. So it's, like, three minutes, and, like, Levi, I've already ordered, and I'm still just like, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely, if I sample something, and they're like, this one's so good, and you don't like it, then you're like, oh, yeah, um... I'll, I'll take, take that. Oh. Eddie gets them ice cream and he also gets his very important lot- lotto tickets. And he has a method. And a gambling problem. And a gambling problem. A very real gambling problem. And he seems to truly believe he's going to win. I don't understand how the lotto works in this town either. It makes zero sense. Like later on, he actually wins. Spoiler. And like he has to rush down to the studio where there's an entire lottery show and then spin a wheel. But like multiple. So it sounded like the numbers work like a typical lotto because he used the girl's birth date. Yeah. But then there's like multiple people who had won. And I'm like, the likelihood of there being multiple winners. And the frame, the window of time that they have is like they reveal the numbers and then they have like an hour to get there. Yeah, yeah. it made no sense. The twins are like, I want the ticket. I want the ticket. And he's like, Look, you can hold on to it for this first half and you can hold on to it for the second half. So the girls have the lottery ticket. Which is their birthday, so it's like a number that will potentially come up again. And then some joggers come up. Oh, throughout this whole movie, there's been like several times where they show the TV and there's somebody called the FTPDXRF killers or stealers or something. They're people who are like stealing from... It's it's basically (laughs) the 90s versions of Amazon package stealers. Yeah. It's a 
cute old couple jogging down the street talking about the pizza they're going to eat when they're done exercising. Yes. <laughs> Rhea Perlman, known from Matilda and Cheers to me, and Jerry Van Dyke, who's from a show Coach that apparently I'm, me and my dad are the only two people in the world who watched, but he's also yep. Nick Van Dyke's brother. They're very cute. They're, they're adorable. adorable. So adorable. And they're just jogging down the sidewalk and Eddie gets out and he's like, hey, joggers, how's your evening going? And they club him in the back of the head and steal his truck. Yeah. I really wasn't expecting it, to be honest. I love how old they are. Like they're because like on the news, they keep giving the impression that there's some like bandits who are like outsmarting the cops and like and then you find these two like I mean, they, they're good at stealing, but like it also looks like they're very like petty criminals like very home alone kind of they're so wholesome they like later on they're going over like their criminal history with the girls for some reason and they Uh sound like actual hardened criminals yeah they're just like this white collar like just older sweet like they look like they could be your grandparents that's how they get you sammy They fooled you. They fooled you. You don't be too hard on yourself because they managed to fool the twins as well. They They've managed their- to fool Eddie, who's only shown himself to be incredibly intelligent, and the two five-year-old <laughs> twins don't feel bad. They're like, yo, it's no big deal. We are elves in Santa's workshop. Don't worry about us. You can trust us. That's why we have it. all these packages. And they take them into their travel trailer. (laughs) This is is Santa's mobile workshop. Do you guys remember ever, like, when I was a kid, I got stuff from Santa, and I noticed that it said, like, Made in China or something on it, and be like, Dad, why does it say Made in China? And be like, oh, Santa gets some stuff from there. He gets help. (laughs) I wasn't observant enough as a child. (laughs) Also, we didn't really get presents from Santa. We mostly got presents from the dogs. Oh my god, that is so cute. (laughs) It was just piles of poop. (laughs) No, it like I think we'd have like one or two presents from mom and dad, and the rest of them. I mean, I grew up with a lot of dogs, so at any given time, we'd have like five to eight dogs. Mom and dad are one of the dogs' names, (laughs) or two of them. (laughs) It's true. But yeah, we, so we would have like a gift from Vicky and a gift from Luke and like, so from all of the dogs. Oh my God. Wait, do you actually have brothers or they've just been dog this whole time? I mean, I have one brother. Yeah, but like as a human, is your no. dog brother in a band? <laughs> yes. Essentially, the girls get kidnapped. And like, one of the criminal ladies is like, yo, we could hold them for ransom. I mean, it's, they don't, they never really say that, but that's what they're well, doing. Well, she starts out saying, like, they could have a reward if we find them. And yeah. so she calls the mom. I don't know how she ends up calling the mom. Mom's just, her mom's number is on, like, a bathroom stall somewhere. Definitely. <laughs> Call I mean, Rhonda. She calls the mom and is like, hey, we have your girls. We would love to return them to you safely. Is there a reward? And the mom's like, what do you mean a reward? And she's like, a $10,000 reward sounds about right. <laughs> and the mom's Which like, is what? essentially a ransom. Yeah. She's like, listen here, you're not going to see your kids again if, you t- if I don't get a reward, okay? And meanwhile, her husband is in the ball pit with the girls just having a blast. It was adorable. I feel like she didn't want children. He did. But he seems like 
like a go alonger. I mean, like they met because of their probation officer. So he wasn't like turned bad or anything, but it seemed like he was so smitten with his little criminal wife that she was just like, nope, no kids. He's like, okay, dear. Yeah. I can see that. I'm just shocked that they've made it this far along in their criminal. Well, uh, he's made it this far along in his criminal career being so soft. It also is weird to me that they go from like going from stealing from FedEx trucks to stealing two children. Yeah. That was a pretty big jump. And then just being like, oh, yeah, $10,000. Mm-hmm. You don't just assume you're going to get $10,000 from somebody. Mom works at a 7-Eleven. But Eddie's like, don't worry, we'll get the money. And I'm like, Eddie, shut up. She just needs to call the police. What the police? Yeah. Why didn't she Seriously. call them? I will say I'll give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because at this point we've met the main detective man, which like, I don't know why they just sent one one dude out and they're not like scouring the city. Like you shouldn't have to update the cops on the kidnap, like on the missing children because they should be like on it. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, they'll just kind of show up. So I don't think the police, like I don't think mom has a lot of faith in him at least. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I just I can't wrap my head around being like getting a phone call and saying I have your girls and I'll give them to you for ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And she's just like, oh, well, I don't have ten thousand dollars. She's like, oh, no, I don't have the money. Guess there. And then Eddie's like, I have a plan. And she's like, oh, OK. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his plan is let's steal the packages from my current van and pawn them off and maybe get ten thousand. His plan is to do exactly what the FDP burglars are doing his plan is to commit a felony well and he's already like when the girls when he has the girls he's like done with his deliveries for the day basically like when he's starting almost done so like so he had to stolen a whole new truck yeah but then like they show him going to the pawn shop and gets like three hundred dollars for a thing like he had to sell so much to get to ten thousand dollars it seems like he pawned everything at one shop yeah which is how the pawn shop owner went to the police and was like, hey, the suspicious couple pawned a whole bunch of shit at my store. Yeah. And he's just like, don't worry, I have a plan. When I win the lottery, I'll pay it back. Also, like, a really complicated felony. Like, they had to work really hard to get this money. Yeah. Yes. They could, when really all they needed to do was wear a red hat at the ice rink. <laughs> yeah. And his, but his whole plan is hinging on the fact that he's going to win the lottery. Which Eddie he has sucks. not done yet. I think I had a crush on Eddie when I was a kid watching this movie. But as an adult, shut up, Josh. Shut up, Josh. I just got defensive and I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as an adult, I see that that was wrong and that he's the worst part of this movie. I think perhaps yeah. you were you were blinded by your lust for him. <laughs> yeah, he was. Okay, come on. Tell me that he's not somebody that like, okay, never mind. I don't want to get into this. Part. I just feel like something. <laughs> Um, what happened next? <laughs> Sammy, how are your dog family doing? <laughs> doing great. They're wonderful. Seamless okay. topic change. Um, but we're still talking about it's, Eddie. The skating <laughs> rink. Okay. They wear, the mom wears his flame and hot red cowboy hat. Which they spent a lot of time at his place just saying. Why, what <laughs> are, are you, you are you saying? Are you no, saying that no, he, I'm sorry. he ejaculated and evacuated? Has anybody said that ever? I really hope not. <laughs> Josh, plug your ears. <laughs> I used to know more. I think I read like a Reddit thread of this a while ago. Miz. What? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Um 
Um, to, like, there's some come and go. go. Come and go. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) i win um but we all lose shoot a rope and nope okay (laughs) so is that what spider-man calls it this is not appropriate for the olsen twins beautiful christmas movie this is the part when i think of this movie i remember the scene where they're like riding horses and then the horses get like loose and then the horses just keep walking in a circle yeah for some reason like that just cracked me up so much like i that's the only part i remember this from like childhood yeah Yeah. so they try to make the exchange with the lady at the ice rink but also the cops are coming and also at the same time harvey was watching the girls who were on a horse named buttercup named buttercup going around in a circle and they're like He's not really an elf. So he had to, ex- I don't remember why he explained to them that he's not really an elf. Yeah, that ruined it. Their shock was adorable. And he's just like, I'm not really an elf. And she- they go, <gasps> <gasps> so they're on the horse and the horse is going around in circles and they're just like screaming and pointing at the man going, he's a liar. <laughs> he's a liar. He's not really an elf. <laughs> Everyone's like judging that man then. Then the horse like disappears behind a pole and they scoot off and i think at this point like the big thing was that the girls had overheard eddie say like adults will do anything to get kids to cooperate and so now that they know that harv and the woman's name linda raya um um Rhonda. Rhonda's Wait, no. the mom no it's raya perlman um <laughs> like now that they know that raya perlman surely Shirley. Shirley and Harv. That's so cute. Gosh, even their names are cute. They're criminals and I love them. Eddie's like supposed to be the good guy and I hate him. So No, they're the most endearing parts of this movie aside from the Olsen twins. So the kids, they are gone and this is when Rhonda and Eddie give Shirley the money and she like kind of pretends to count it but doesn't. So I'm like, you could have just put fake money in there. She's not too bright. The cops are on their way. The girls, but the cops are on their way because they think that Rhonda and Eddie are the bad guys. Like they, because yeah. of the, the right, because the the pawn shop, the actual legal that. stuff that was illegal. They actually did illegal things, and they somehow got away scot free. Did they make a list of like what they sold? Even yeah, no. The mom specifically was like, "I'm gonna write down what everybody had." Oh my god! Before, but did she actually it. do it? Yeah, she did. Yeah, because at the very end, when they're buying it all back, she's like, "And that's the end of the list," and she checks it off or something. Yeah, they're buying it all on Christmas Eve because stores are open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like all these people presumably ordered things probably because they couldn't find it in their local stores because this is the '90s and it's not like you're doing all your shopping online just for shits and giggles. They're really terrible. (laughs) Um, the girls somehow find a sleigh with reindeer which are actually just horses horses with antlers and (laughs) one of them has a red nose on it it's blitzen how do you know (laughs) yeah they talk to santa about what they want for christmas and the one of them uh she kept talking about this one doll that she wanted this whole movie like princess penny or something yeah Yeah. and the other girl's just like we just want to go to grandma's house and she's like yeah and also princess penny (laughs) (laughs) same though and then santa's like shit you guys are on your own i'm gonna go find help wait here which is like parents again if you tell the olsen twins to wait right here they're not and he leaves them with the reins to the horses Alone. Um, All the adults in this movie are not as smart as the Olsen twins. 
It's true. Yes. I think movies like this are the reason why I don't trust adults. Do you trust yourself? No, I'm not really an adult, though. <laughs> do you trust your peers? No. I also don't trust children. <laughs> Who do you trust, trust aside no from your dog family? I was about to say my dog. <laughs> Just your dog, but not your dog family, even though they all got you gifts for Christmas, you ungrateful. Well, I, I hate to bring down the tone of this podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't oh, say no. it. Don't say They're it. They're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the dogs from 20 years ago when you were a child at Christmas? Yeah. I thought that through. <laughs> cool. Once again, making this movie somehow sad. <laughs> How about the climax of a movie? Like a cool horse chase. Boom, dum, 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 dum. They have the reins to the horse sleigh and they just giddy up the horses and the horses take off down the street because they're not trained at all. And they're like, is this the way to grandma's house? <laughs> and Eddie gets to live his dream of being a cowboy. There's no cars. There's no other way to get them. So he has to steal a horse. He just wants to steal. He wants to be a bandit, not a cowboy. He's a better felon than the girl, Shirley and Harve. So he chases down the, the sleigh. Yeah, he does some crazy hop, jumpity jumps. And he stops the sleigh from going off a cliff in the last second. It got really close. It got really close. Usually in your head, you're like, I really want to be a skateboarder. And then you buy a skateboard after envisioning yourself on one for decades. And then you realize standing on it's really hard. Are you talking about yourself? A friend of mine. Um, and this man, he's been like imagining himself being a cowboy and then a horse shows up and he's like, fuck yes, my moment. And he nails it. Like how, how? Well, I think this has been his dream for a long time. So he probably took horseback riding lessons as a kid. He was a horse girl. Mm. <laughs> he does have nice hair. <laughs> so the horses don't go over the cliff and the sleigh just happens to be right outside of grandma's house. Well, yeah. And gra- grandma comes out and she's just like what's all this racket and she's like girls come inside I'll make you some aren't there phones don't hasn't the mom like called the grandma at, at the first place to be like hey we're not coming this year but also to be <laughs> like hey my kids are missing also why was grandma waiting until like did the package get lost all of this is supposed to be like one day maybe two i think we're on the next yeah. day because they do sleep in surely yeah, the, yeah. the day before christmas eve is when you're like so what are we doing this year yeah right but grandma's house was so nice and she was so cute and she had hot cocoa she's great grandma also which yes. is weird that was kind of unnecessary she's the mom's grandma but she could have just been the mom's mom. It didn't have to be. Yeah. Because, like, great. the movie's literally called To Grandmother's House We Go, not To Great Grandmother's House We and Go. And the whole time they're saying, let's go to Grandma Mimi's. Yeah. And then they yeah. get there and they're like, great grandma. And I'm like, when did she become the great grandmother? Wow. Okay. So we think that this is the beautiful, happy ending that we've all been waiting for, right? Twist. I didn't see it coming. Twist. What's um, the twist? Mom and Eddie are arrested. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of traumatizing as a kid to be like, we made it to grandma's house and then your mom gets arrested. I feel like Mary-Kate and Ashley in this movie have a really strong sense of justice because they don't seem very phased by their mother getting arrested. No, they're, they're like, like, where are you going? Can we Yeah. Eddie and Rhonda are getting into the police car in handcuffs 
and Harvey's looking on. He's like, I can't let this happen. I we we are the the actual bandits. This isn't fair. And everyone around him starts chanting, "It's Christmas Eve." <laughs> <laughs> I get we're supposed to be on mom's side, but again, they broke the law. They, they, like, they un- needlessly like they're that's very- not a small misdemeanor. Yeah, that's- I think maybe that's why they made this cop up to be incompetent is because that's the only way anyone was gonna get out of this. Oh, see, I murdered that man, but I had a plan. Like, something was gonna, like, he deserved it. And I'll show you all why afterwards. Because the entire plan hinged on him winning the lottery when he didn't know whether or not he'd win the lottery. It was just so icky to me. I wish they hadn't won the lottery so they'd have to deal with the consequences of that. Well, and, like, even still, they would have had to deal with it too real that it does kind of fix things. They still broke the law. Like, being able to pay those people back for it, like, they still committed the felony. You can't just be like, oh, don't worry, I paid them back. Like, if you rob somebody and you're like, oh, I can get it back later, you still rob them. Yeah, that's not... If somebody came and, like, stole my stuff and they're like, oh, don't worry, I'll pay you back for it next week. I don't know who you are. Fuck you. Eddie, Rhonda. How quick is the turnaround on getting the lottery winnings oh it'd take a while not Sometimes christmas it takes eve. months yeah it's like it's literally christmas eve and they win the lottery and they go down to spin the wheel which again we've already talked about how little this lottery makes sense they go down and spin the wheel and bob saget is the host and uncle jesse from yeah uncle jesse's wife from full house yeah and dj tanner is in the audience yep they were hamming it up. They're like, yeah, yeah we're from Full House. Yeah. They're like, not only are we from Full House, we're here to back up the more successful stars from Full House, the five-year-old twins. You guys, we're <laughs> making a, a movie cameo. Yeah, I'm in a film. I have a feeling, because this was the Olsen twins' first movie. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling when they got the movie, they were already so close to the cast of Full House. They were uh, yeah. full, like, they were just like, we want to be there to support them. Well, and it was also the same creator. So he was probably like, Y'all, guess what that fine print on that contract said? Okay, well, they they basically make it to the lottery thing, and they win, and there's balloons, and Eddie and the mom kiss. Because... Which was so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there wasn't even that... There, Like, there wasn't romance between them. No. They spent this whole movie... He specifically didn't even care whether or not the girls got back no. they just had his lotto ticket and he wanted that yeah he was until he got a only moment he showed any like heroism was with the horse stuff and that was more about him getting to like stroke his little cowboy fantasy yeah yeah no way that this ends up in a long-term relationship i no. will refuse to believe that which is a bummer because like if mom wanted to bone and not phone then that's cool. But now her kids have like seen them kiss, and that's confusing. Yeah. Especially when they're already asking for a new daddy. Does this hold up to your Mary Kate yes. Ashley dreams? Yes, yes, yes. Eddie sucks, yes. but everything else was like the best. It was so Kate, fun. Mary Kate and Ashley and Harvey and Shirley made this whole movie, and I would watch all of it over again with just them. Yes. Eddie and Rhonda and Rhonda's shitty friend Stacy. <laughs> she gets a call out. Fucking Stacy. It is all her fault. I love how like Stacy never shows up again. Like, well, I lost the twins. Uh, I forgot what we do. What lessons did we learn? I learned to not trust Stacy with anything that moves. <laughs> um, I learned that you can commit a felony, and as long as you 
win the lottery, you're cool. Yeah. I learned that you just need to leave your house in order to get where you want to go. I learned that if you take the ponies places, they'll like kind of walk in circles for a second. I wish I learned grandma's special cocoa recipe. I learned that grandma is actually great grandma. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that Sammy has a dog family. Um, oh, God damn it. I forgot the bad part of that story. <laughs> had a dog family. I learned that Lori had a, a thing for shitty daddies. Just Eddie. He wasn't a daddy. We've established that. Okay, he was a daddy, but he wasn't a dad. <laughs> I don't know. I He's can a billionaire totally, now. I can totally picture him asking women to call him daddy. Yeah, for sure. And especially now that he has a bunch of money, he's going to be like, do you need a sugar daddy? Yeah, that Absolutely. one mill isn't going to last that long, though. Yeah, no, it's not. But, like, while it lasts... I mean, he'll... back in the 90s, that's, like, seven He's not good with money. He's going to buy a stupid... He's going to buy, like, a billion-dollar horse and then race it, and then it's going to die. Probably. Oh, God. Um, what do we rate this? Oh, on a scale of one Mary-Kate... <laughs> No, on a scale of one gingerbread cookie to ten gingerbread cookies, it gets an eight. I really like this, and it feels like a fun, different Christmas movie. I would give it seven out of ten special cocos. Uh, I thought it was adorable and wholesome and sweet and precious, but I hated Eddie so much. I'm going to give it an eight. I think this is like the quintessential like pre-Hallmark Channel Hallmark movie. All right, well... That was positive together. Yeah. If you guys ran away from home, where would you go? I'd go to my local library to hop on the World Wide Web and visit podthistogether.com or email us at podthistogether at gmail.com or tweet stuff at us at podthistogether. Also Facebook. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy we got to do a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, finally.